In the Know is brought to you by the physicians and staff of Nebraska Cancer Specialists. We are grateful for their time and support on this project. Welcome to In the Know with NCS. I'm Kelly Horn, and today's topic is nuclear oncology. We are here today with Dr. Sam Mayer. Dr. Mayer is a nuclear physician who brings the specialty of nuclear oncology to Nebraska Cancer Specialists. Welcome, Dr. Mayer. Thanks, Kelly. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, let's get started this morning with telling our listeners a little bit about nuclear oncology and how it impacts cancer patients. Nuclear oncology goes back to the 1940s, but only in the last couple of years are we seeing an explosion of the different modalities or different things that we can do for patients in the area of cancer care. Interesting. How is systemic radiation therapy different from conventional radiation therapy? Well, when people hear the term conventional or regular radiation therapy, that refers to a type of cancer care delivered by a radiation oncologist who projects a beam of radioactivity from a distant point through the body and into a tumor. We do things much differently. We administer systemically either through an intravenous injection or orally a radioactive material that seeks out the tumors in the body and delivers the therapeutic effect. I like your definition of that. I want to go back just a minute. Systemic. Can you define systemic for our listeners who may not know the term? Systemic means that the drug is administered to the entire body okay. and is not pointed toward a specific tumor. While the systemic drug is within the body, it seeks out the tumor and ignores normal tissue. Thank you, Dr. Mayer, for that information on systemic radiation therapy and how it differs from radiation therapy. I now want to angle here a little bit and talk briefly about our Theranostic Center at Nebraska Cancer Specialists and how it's a unique type of care and very individualized for patients and where it's located. So if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little bit of information on what a patient can expect when they arrive at Nebraska Cancer Specialists and when they visit the Theranostic Center. Uh, the Nebraska Cancer Specialist Theranostic Center is located in our legacy office. And at our legacy office, we treat patients uh, who are receiving treatment at any or all of our five uh, affiliated Nebraska Cancer Specialists office. In 2018, Nebraska Cancer Specialists elected to begin offering theranostic services, and we wanted to do it right. So Nebraska Cancer Specialists established the Midwest's first theranostic center. The Nebraska Cancer Specialist Theranostic Center is a multidisciplinary organization involving uh, medical oncologists, nursing, pharmacy, supportive care, and it's a very, very formalized type of uh, procedure. When the patient uh, comes in for Theranostic's care, 
they receive the benefit of a wide multidisciplinary approach to the treatment of their disease. Now, we've gained a lot of attention through our Theranostics Center. Um, we are recognized by uh, the companies that make the therapeutic drugs as the preeminent Theranostics Center in the United States. Uh, personally, I have been honored by uh, being appointed co-chairman of the Radio Pharmaceutical Therapy Committee of the American College of Nuclear Medicine. Uh, and that's in large part due to the success that we've enjoyed in our Theranostic Center. We have treated patients from a large geographic area, from as far away as Florida. Uh, we enjoy a national reputation. We are viewed as leaders in the Theranostics community nationwide, and we are asked uh, to participate and give advice in both the practice of Theranostics for our uh, patients requiring care and in the area of research Theranostics. Well, I think that's very impressive. And I think one of the things that I feel like really sets us apart is the outpatient experience as well. So can you talk a little bit about the treatment in terms of a patient comes to our room and the individualized care that they receive? Right. Most Theranostics programs involve moving a patient from one part of uh, the practice or hospital to another part. Uh, quite often, they'll get the non-radioactive portion of their treatment uh, in one area and then be moved to a second area to receive the radioactive treatment. And that's fine. The care that they get is, is certainly sufficient and proper, but it's disruptive to the patient and to their families. We physically constructed a Theranostic Center at Nebraska Cancer Specialists where the patient is in a dedicated private room uh, with the comforts of uh, television and, when appropriate, uh, family support. And... Uh, for carcinoid or neuroendocrine theranostics, it's a long treatment. It's about six hours in the, in the room. But the patients don't mind. Uh, as a matter of fact, most of them are served lunch during their theranostics treatment. And our goal was to continue that very individualized type of therapy through all of our theranostics treatments as they become available. Absolutely. And I think just having watched it from afar, it seems very, we touched on the individuality, but, or the individual aspect of it, but it's just so one-on-one -on -one knowing that you are literally sitting right outside the room with your nurse and the case manager and the, everybody involved from actually administering the medication to staying there while they're in treatment. Um, in the event they have any questions. And it's just really a remarkable way that we've set it up and to really provide that individual care and the comfort of their own community and in an outpatient setting, which I think is really, really different than what a lot of people would think. Well, we're very proud of what we've accomplished at Nebraska Cancer Specialists. Yes, you should be. Dr. Mayer, please tell our listeners about Theranostics and how it differs from any other type of traditional cancer therapy. 
Well, Theranostics uh, goes back about 20 years worldwide. Theranostics is a combination of two words, therapy and diagnostics. What we do in Theranostics is find a molecule that specifically attacks and is attracted to a tumor cell. We take that molecule and attach a diagnostic radioactive particle, inject it systemically, and then take a picture of where that molecule goes, commonly with a PET scan. When we have that picture, we know a couple of things. We know that that molecule will seek out the tumor and localize within the tumor cell. And we also know how much of that molecule or how avidly the tumor takes up the molecular agent. Once we have the information about how the molecule localizes within the tumor, we replace the diagnostic agent with a radioactive material that, because it is attached to that molecule that goes to the tumor, will seek out the tumor and kill tumor cells. That just sounds like something that is so advanced, but it's interesting knowing that it's been really around for 20 years um, in some sort of capacity and how exciting it is to have here in the Midwest to treat patients around here. I'm curious to know what types of cancers can be treated with the Theranostics treatment. Uh, Right now in the United States, uh, Theranostic treatment is approved for what we call neuroendocrine tumors, The old term for that is carcinoid tumors. That patient population is fairly small compared to other cancers. But at Nebraska Cancer Specialists, we have the largest neuroendocrine theranostics program in this part of the Midwest, and we've had great success treating that type of tumor. However, coming later this summer is the second theranostic agent that will treat prostate cancer. The number of men with prostate cancer is large, and we look forward to an explosion of utilization of theranostics with the introduction of prostate cancer theranostics. Uh, Our prostate cancer theranostics program at Nebraska Cancer Specialist is in place and is ready to go as soon as there is uh, approval. Uh, to administer this drug by the uh, Food and Drug Administration. That's so exciting. What type of radiation is used with Theranostics? Well, this is what makes Theranostics so, um, so powerful. We use radioactive particles rather than radioactive beams. They're alpha and beta particles. And what happens is, Because of this molecule that specifically goes to the cancer cell, that radioactive particle is brought inside the nucleus or the heart of the cancer cell. Once the radioactive molecule with its radioactive particle uh, gets inside of the cancer cell, it attacks the DNA 
of the cancer cell, damages or destroys the DNA, and therefore kills the cancer cell. Now, what makes this so important is because the theranostic drug virtually ignores non-cancerous cells, we can give an enormously high dose of therapeutic radiation to the tumor, much higher than can be uh, achieved with other forms of radiation, like conventional radiation therapy. Uh, Prostate theranostics has been available in other parts of the world now for nearly a decade with uh, major centers in Australia, Germany, and South Africa. And they have enjoyed enormous success in treating prostate cancer patients. And we expect to see the same type of thing when Nebraska Cancer Specialists introduces this type of therapy uh, to our part of the Midwest. I I guess I want to ask a couple of questions here. One of the things we know about traditional chemotherapy is the goal is to shrink the tumor. With theranostics, I've heard you talk to patients about the idea is not to shrink that specific tumor, but rather kill the cells within the tumor. Can you talk a little bit about a little bit about the difference between that so patients know, you know, that the goals are a little bit different here? Uh, most patients have their tumor treatment monitored by several different methods, how they feel, what do laboratory tests look like, and imaging, CT scans, for example, has the tumor shrunk. And if the tumor shrinks, then that's generally considered to be a, a good finding, and it generally is. However, we're seeing with some theranostics uh, treatments, the tumors don't shrink. They turn from malignant tumors into balls of scar tissue. So our way of evaluating how patients respond to this type of treatment is different than conventional cancer treatments. That Uh, abnormality that we see on the CT scan will still be seen as an abnormality, but it's no longer a tumor. It's simply a scar. I think that's really interesting. And to our listeners, I think that's something that is unlike what we've heard for so long about the goals of treatment. And so I wanted to have you elaborate on that just a little bit. Back to the radiation and the particles. What are the advantages of using alpha particles and beta particles? Alpha particles and beta particles go directly to the heart of cancer therapy. They destroy the DNA in the nucleus of the cell. And once the DNA is destroyed, once both strands, DNA has two strands of of molecules, Once both of those strands are destroyed, that cell is done. It can't do any more harm, and it can't make new cancer cells. And even in those cells where we don't destroy both strands of the DNA and only destroy one strand, we make that cell so sick and so impaired that even though it still has survived, we can use other forms of cancer therapy 
to finish the cell off. Are there any side effects to this type of treatment? Well, there are, and uh, some of the side effects are interesting, but they demonstrate that the tumor killing is going on. What we have seen with theranostics is that quite often we kill so many tumor cells at one time that it creates a flood of dead tumor particles within the body. And the body views that as foreign substances and deals with it that way. So the patient may be uncomfortable. They may experience flu-like symptoms, for example, or serious flu-like symptoms that we can manage. But when we explain to the patient that the reason that they're feeling that way is because we've got so many dead tumor cells, it puts things into perspective for them. That's the major side effect that we see, which in some ways is a good side effect. Right. And some minor side effects we've noticed with patients, some fatigue, um, any more minor? Right. Uh, Because we're giving a radioactive material that goes throughout the body, the bone marrow is exposed to radiation. And the bone marrow is the major organ that replenishes blood cells throughout the body. So in most patients, there's a temporary suppression of the bone marrow's ability to replenish blood cells. And uh, we explain that to the patient. We tell them what to expect, and we kind of go through it with the patient. Can theranostics be combined with other forms of cancer therapy? Absolutely, yes. There are two uh, lines of theranostics research right now. The first is developing new theranostics molecules that go to to specific cancers. For example, we have neuroendocrine or carcinoid. Uh, We have prostate cancer. Soon we'll have breast cancer. We'll have lung cancer. We'll have uh, pancreatic cancer and a whole host of others that are in development. The other line of research looks at the already established Theranostics product, and we see how their effectiveness can be increased by combining it with certain drugs that are now given for cancer therapy. Specifically, and most exciting, is the use of Theranostics with a class of drugs called uh, immune checkpoint inhibitors. But there are other combinations of uh, chemotherapy and anti-cancer drugs that are being explored to be used together with a theranostics treatment to increase an already very powerful method of cancer care. I, I think that's so interesting. What special training does a nuclear physician have in order to administer radioactive drugs? Uh, nuclear medicine physicians, those of us who were board certified in nuclear medicine, are uh, fully trained in using internally administered radioactive drugs, uh, appropriately addressing side effects, and 
protecting both the patient and the community from the effects of giving a patient an internally administered radioactive substance. What are the benefits of systemic radiation therapy and Theranostics? Well, the major benefit is that we're giving a very, very powerful drug in a very high dose that specifically is targeted to the tumor and relatively spares all of the normal surrounding tissue. That's not the way that other uh, conventional forms of therapy work. In other forms of conventional therapy, the entire body is exposed to the uh, drug. But with Theranostics, once it gets inside the body, it localizes inside the tumor cell and allows us to give a very high and very powerful dose of treatment to the patient. Dr. Mayor, we've talked a little bit about Theranostics treatment. Can we talk a little bit more about research? Nebraska Cancer Specialist has a very robust uh, research department. And because of our clinical experience in Theranostics, we have been approached by the pharmaceutical companies that are developing new Theranostics drugs to participate in research for those drugs. And often that research involves the ability to give these drugs to patients that may require them in hopes of benefiting them before they are officially available. And that's what research does. It provides options for patients who have unusual or difficult to treat tumors. Because of our experience in systemic radiation therapy and theranostics, we are a national leader in the ability to offer patients these late-stage investigational drugs as part of their care if we believe that this may benefit the patient. As we look into the future, Dr. Mayer, what are some exciting things coming down the pipeline with Theranostics? And is there anything you are enthusiastic about or looking forward to? Well, we already talked about what's under development now. And if we look at prostate cancer, which will be available in a very short period of time, and breast cancer, which, will, which is coming down the uh, pike a little bit later, if we look at breast cancer and prostate cancer, those are two huge populations of people who are living with the long-term effects of cancer. And it's our hope and our goal, and I believe it's a realistic goal, that we will positively impact on the length of life for these patients and the quality of life. With neuroendocrine cancer, the carcinoid cancer, what our goal has been, and it's been achieved for the most part in most patients, is to take a cancer that is potentially life-threatening and convert it into a chronic illness, much like diabetes, heart disease, arthritis, that patients can live with for a normal period of life. Uh, what we say is our goal is 
that when the patient dies, they will die with this cancer, not of this cancer. Sure. And I think something that is very telling to that type of treatment is we had a forum a few months back and we had invited some patients who had received treatment to come back and kind of talk to us and some members of our practice about their experience and how they're feeling. And two of them were on very wonderful vacations across the seas. <laughs> and we're going to, one of them was going to be spending, you know, eight or 12 weeks or so down in Arizona. And so very telling to what our goals are and that these patients are being able to go on and live a relatively active and healthy life after receiving the treatment. Absolutely true. I remember one of our patients telling me that before the theranostics treatment, the fact that I had this cancer was always in the front of my mind. That's all I thought about. Now it's kind of at the back of my mind. And there'll be long periods of time when I don't think about it at all. Right. And when that happens, we know that we've done some good. Right, right. So Dr. Mayor, what do you enjoy most about practicing nuclear oncology? Uh, nuclear oncology allows me to treat patients based upon pure science. Now, medical oncology is a specialty of science. Everything is uh, evaluated and determined scientifically. With nuclear oncology, we're able to look at a theoretical physical event that can be mathematically described and translated into a real-world treatment for cancer patients. And that type of thing is very appealing to me. I like it. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Dr. Mayer. And we hope you feel more in the know after hearing this. If you are looking for a medical oncologist or more information on treatments and therapies, visit NebraskaCancer.com. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. A Parkville Media Production.